The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to the show. Man, oh man, the Raiders in Las Vegas really beat the living crap out of the Seacocks in our preseason first game of Allegiant Stadium. I'll talk about that and more here at show 571. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for the Seacocks in Vegas. Got a hit on that for sure. There's a lot to be said about what we saw, even though it's preseason. We'll hit a little bit about the AFC West. Now, it's pretty crazy to me how they can predict that we are going to be in the toilet this year, but that's what they're saying. I think it's some bullshit for real. That's for sure, right from me. We'll do a snippet, of course, about our next contest with the Lambs of Los Angeles. And then, of course, the bone line should wrap it on up, folks. Welcome to the show, the longest running professional sports podcast ever. Well, in what I thought was going to be a yawn fest, absolutely, because we knew Carr was out. I knew Mariota was going to be out. So who who does that leave? Who does that leave? It means leaves Nathan Peterman, who we've seen before. He's fluttered with, you know, some good plays, mostly bad. Not a great quarterback, but this is the last time I saw him. He was thrown in to a situation where... He had no chance, actually. He's changed. 29 of 39, 246 yards up and down the field. He got one interception, and that was because his arm got hit. It wasn't because he threw the wrong ball. Let's just get that straight right now. If it wasn't for that hit, he wouldn't have got the inter- interception. Hey, Nate. Um, I know, obviously, situation kind of uh, uh, puts you in a position where you played pretty much coast-to-coast uh, tonight, but... Um, Got a chance to put a lot out there on, fi- uh, on, on film, and how'd you feel? And what was that atmosphere like out there tonight? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, you know, after almost feel, feels like two years of, of really playing, you know, so it was fun to play in front of fans. Like you said, the atmosphere was great. Um, first kind of game in front of fans in Vegas, it was, it was pretty fun. So just thankful for the opportunity, and uh, yeah, had fun. Hey, Nate, obviously you all were being pretty aggressive out there in a passing game. Um, obviously, some risk comes with that as well, and you, you all had an interception there in the first mm-hmm. first half. What, what did you see that kind of happened on those play, and how do you kind of balance that overall kind of uh, between, you know, wanting to push the ball and be aggressive, but also trying to avoid those mistakes like that interception? For sure, yeah. Um, kind of part of the game, you know, just uh, kind of got hit, didn't feel the pressure. Um, you know, I thought we had somebody open, and, and I need to do a better job of just trying to feel the pressure, get it out uh, to whoever, and, and avoid, yeah, obviously catastrophic plays like that. Uh, I like the way he played. He played out of his mind. I've never seen him play so well, and neither have you. Um, So Nathan Peterman played the whole game. What an excellent, excellent game for him. 
17 play dry, 87 yards right up the field for field goal. Now, again, the Raiders have always had trouble lately in that red zone, and I, they're working hard on it. You can see, especially at the running game, and I believe our new offensive line will make a huge difference this season. Zay freaking Jones. This guy is insane. He caught some crazy passes, made some great moves, and continued to ventriculate the ball up the field. Just keep ventriculating the ball down the field. And I love it. I love the way this guy plays. I love his personality. Kind of funny. They like him in the locker room. He's going to be a keeper for sure. Zay, John talked a little bit about how just having you around this infectious personality, the energy you have makes him feel younger, makes him feel better about himself. Who said that? John. Coach oh, Gruden. he did? Yeah. What, what is that what kind of reaction do you <laughs> have? Gruden said that? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, I genuinely love who he is as a person and as a coach. Uh, he's the most consistent person I've seen as far as his personality and what he brings to the table every single day, whether it's installing plays, whether it's around the building. He has an infectious personality as well, and he generally loves the game of football, every um, facet of it. So that means a lot coming from him because I just try to add to what we're doing. I always try to bring a smile to the team. If I can crack a joke, I try to crack a joke. If I can you know, be funny and just be my normal self to uplift the guys or to, you know, maybe guys are nervous or whatever the case is to kind of even out the room. Um, that's just the type of person I try to be. Zay, um, something else Gruden said was that nobody else, nobody works harder than you do. And obviously that hard work got you to this point where you were, you started this game. How much do you, how much do you think a game like this does for your, your place on the team? Well, that, that's a, another huge compliment and glory to God too, because I just try to work as hard as I possibly can. It's all I've known since um, a very young age. So coming up, just try to work as hard as I can and put me in a position. It doesn't promise you anything. It just allows for an opportunity maybe to arise. And I think that's what's, uh, what happened tonight. And uh, that's all I'm going to continue to do is just put the next foot forward and treat every day as the same. I do like the way he plays, man. He's, he plays with some spirit and some heart. Watch him. He's going to make some waves here this year. Now, I don't know where this Trey Regus guy came from. They called him Trey Vegas, which really sounds pretty cool, uh, during the announcement. 5'10", 230-pound running back, all meat. All meat. Where's the beef? It's in Regus. There's where the beef is. Because he punished people going down the field. Linebackers stood out of the way. He was a good runner. In this game, he better run a lot because... You know, he's got a big, big bunch of people in that running back room. Jalen Richard has been out with an injury like he was last year. Um, he might lose his job because with this guy and um, Emmons, uh, Emmons played well too as a running back. Uh, what did you think of B.J. Emmons and uh, Trey Regis uh, tonight? Uh, those guys are studs, man. The way they were running the football was very inspiring. Um some tough runs too, uh, breaking tackles. They showed that they're powerful. Um, they showed that they're not afraid to run downhill. Uh, huge credit to our offensive line as well. 
Coach Cable's done a phenomenal job of coaching those guys up and getting them ready. And then our fullbacks are doing a, a great job as well as leading up. So, I mean, it's an entire group effort. Um, obviously, a lot of credit to those running backs carrying the ball. When you fully can understand what's all going into it, you, your hat has to go off to a lot of people. Uh, both of them penetrated more than Richard. Richard's on the lighter side, I think. Better watch his job because these guys are coming for it and they're showing that they can do it. So we'll see if uh, Jalen Richard can maintain his uh, position. The one thing I do like is he does play special teams, and boy, do we need help. I'm going to go to it right now. Special teams in this game was the big, you know, popcorn fart in the room. Uh, not real pleased with the way they played, not real pleased with the runbacks. Uh, they got too many, you know, and Seattle classically has a very good special team. So um, we were exposed in our special teams. Better get some work done there for sure, especially on the returns and definitely on the gunner too. We got to get another gunner in there that's going to take care of some business because I don't think they got the right formula, at least in this preseason game. They did not. Now we looked at the defense. All of us were looking to see if the defense would stand up, if we could see a difference in the defense. I know what I did. I saw it immediately. The defensive line was getting off the ball quickly. They were fast. They were efficient. They knew where to go. It was crazy good. It was so good. It was scary good for me. Uh, Gus Bradley's due defense, you could totally tell these guys have bought into it. Not only bought into it, but they're performing it with speed and accuracy, the speed. I was blown away how fast these guys were getting in and on the ball. Incredible. What a difference coaching makes over a season. And a preseason like this didn't happen last year. So let's just, let's give our last year's uh, draft picks and free agents a break. Because, uh, trust me, big time difference in the defensive strategy. You could see it. I am totally jazzed and can't wait. Nate Hobbs showed up. They've been talking about him all camp and he nearly took Gino uh, to the ground. Oh, he did take Gino to the ground. Hurt his little head and he lost the ball. Should have been a fumble. But uh, if that's Gus Bradley defense, count me freaking in. Insane. The pressure from all the defensive guys. This Fuller kid we picked up is a freaking beast. They couldn't stop him. He was getting the backfield every single time. Tanner Muse, side-to-side -side speed, was there. Crazy. Um, he batted down the pass. He got in the backfield. A crazy good defense. You could tell the scheme fits our team so much better. They allowed 194 yards total offense, which is not too bad for a full game. I'm going to say this. Other than special teams, our team looks very sharp. Both sides of the ball, offensive, well, very fast. No lollygagging around like I've seen in the past. This didn't look like a preseason game. This looked like a regular season game, and these guys came to play. I think it was a good start. A lot of, a lot of players played tonight that uh, have come a long way in a very short period of time. Um, I credit our coaches for working hard with a lot of these players that have come so far and so, so short uh, of time, and uh, it's a credit to the players, obviously. I thought Nate Peterman, 
uh, has really shown some development on the practice field. He carried it over today, some long drives. I liked what he did. John, uh, defensively, uh, I know obviously you're playing a lot of second-string players, um, but the efficiency level, um, what do you think about the efficiency level, getting off the field on third downs, uh, being where you need to be, all those type of things, making plays when they were there? I thought it was a good start. You know, we had 17 snaps of defense in the first half. I think we had 52 snaps of offense. So, you know, you're going to play better when you're not out there. We gave up a third and 17, a a penalty, uh, which we can't allow to happen. Uh, we gave up a touchdown on a blown coverage. But other than that, I thought we flew around. I thought um, Nate Hobbs showed up on a blitz, and uh, the energy was great. We're getting better. we still got a long way to go. It was great to have the Raider fans out there, by the way. Kind of numb, you know, just uh, to see the world coming back together and, and to be in this stadium with these fans again, it, um, it just warms my heart. I thank them all for coming out and um, – you know, we, we, we are really, really excited about playing in front of them for the rest of this year. I know the Seacocks. Coach uh, went on about how they just played their their new guys and this and that. Uh, I'm sorry. You could see it in his face. He was trying to make excuses for his team. Well, what we did tonight was uh, not good enough to, to win a football game. Um, and, and on really on both sides of the ball, we, we needed to do some things better, particularly on third down. Third down was a nightmare for us. Uh, particularly on defense, and made it really hard for us. Uh, I was really pleased with the with the hitting tonight, and, and I thought our special teams coverage teams were excellent. And that just shows you our, our young guys getting after it, which was great. It was really a game that we dedicated to the young guys. You noticed that a lot of people didn't play in this game, and uh, the Rooks got a shot at it. And, and um, you know they they were busting their tails and doing the best they could. And we just needed to be a lot cleaner in, in, in crucial areas, and we weren't able to do that. The other thing too is that we played with a crowd and, and noise, which uh, it's always nice to be able to say to our guys from this point forward. You know that was a, a big crowd, and they were going crazy and trying to have you know have an effect on the game, and it really didn't affect our playing at all. And and that's uh, that's a real positive moving forward. We've worked hard at our silence stuff and the things that we need to do and that that showed up uh, in hand pretty well we had four sacks so that's that's a good start in that regard we wind up plus one and lose I you know that just never happens we we're 12 and 0 last year you know when we're plus, even a plus and so um, that's just a rare occurrence that that, that happened like that but uh, he, he he got knocked you know he got hit really hard um, and was okay and then it just kind of progressed in after he went back in and we had to take him out he wasn't he wasn't ready to play and emphasizing the rhythm and the tempo it's hard to do when you're one for whatever and third down but we didn't we didn't even try tonight we, we didn't do that tonight we we're just playing football we we're just trying to get out there and snap the ball and minimal amount of opportunities that we even try to do it so we we're we we're working on our just getting the huddle called and getting line of scrimmage and taking care of business and just playing some basic football. Was your like first thought of why the offense didn't move the ball? Yeah, uh, we were just, we were messy, you know, and then that we we didn't convert. You know, we had some chances to get our third downs. We have to get a third down wins and just okay. Then the whole sequence starts over again. I really wanted to throw the ball with Gino, and, and we came out to do that to get him, make sure he got some chances. And unfortunately, you know, I think it was the third play he gets he gets whacked, didn't he? And so. Um, you know, we didn't really get him the opportunity we were hoping for. Um, we, we we would have thrown the ball a bunch with him if we were, you know, if we were moving it. So that was just just to make sure and give him a great chance to play some football and have be a factor. It was uh, just an intent that I wanted to get done. The rush was was formidable, but not quite enough on this night tied together with our coverage. It just wasn't wasn't connected as well as we wanted to. Now, I don't expect the Seacocks to play this bad during the regular season with their first string, but I'll tell you what. 
I do expect the Raiders to play way better uh, in this circumstance for the rest of the season just on this first contest alone. I know it's preseason. I'm getting out over my skis. I know I'm getting too excited. But come on, Raider Nation. You know it. I know it. I see it. And you do too. The crispness of the plays. Everybody knew where to go. We had one missed coverage, which cost us a score. Not to, you know, I don't want to lighten that up at all. I know that guy got his ass chewed out. But come on, man. This is what we want to see. This is what we need to see out of this Raiders team this year. Because the AFC West is no cakewalk, not like the NFC. Those guys every year, it's like a, a, a coin toss to see who's going to win the division. It's never been that way in the AFC West. Uh, we've never had a losing division. Uh, not that I can remember. Uh, not at all. So I'm happy about this game. Super jacked about it other than special teams, special needs teams. they got to get that fixed before the season starts. They'll get the right group in there. We'll have to see that as it comes. The Lambs are next. We'll talk a little bit about them. Uh, but I'm happy with the way we've performed so far. 20-7. to 7, I love it. I'm loving how we played. And that is all I have to say about that. Raider Greg. My name is My name is My name is Raider Greg. That game was bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry I had to get it out. Shut your piehole, Randy. I love it. And the dreaded power rankings of all the teams. You know, they're coming out, and already the Raiders are in the crapper. We're so low in the toilet, we have to scream just to get a little piece of toilet paper. That's what they think the Raiders are going to be this year. Because, well, look at what we have to go against. We've got the vaunted Chiefs, which we beat. Let me just tell everybody. We kicked their ass last year. In the middle of the season, when they were at their best and we were at our best, we beat them literally to a pulp in their house. So, you know, the they say the Chargers beat them too. The Chargers didn't even play their first stringers. The Chargers saw the Chiefs at the end of the season. They won the game because the Chiefs didn't play anybody. But then again, all the sports pundits want to say, well, the Chargers beat the Chiefs too. That's a bunch of bullshit. Let me just get started right there on that. The Raiders are the only team in the AFC West that truly defeated the Chiefs. Literally, figuratively, and physically pummeled their ass bad last year. I have great hope in that. And of course, the Chiefs are the number one in the division. They should be. They play well. They've improved this year. Uh, they got some Pretty good players. They got a good defense going. Uh, but let's just not, let's not give them too much hope. They got a lot of older guys. Guys are starting to come down the road. A little older, a little wiser, a little more beat up. So I think for sure this year we could have beat them at least one time. Face to face, man to man. 
especially seeing who we have in our defense this year. I think it's going to be a real contest, but let's go on because we're not even in the picture yet. The second in our division, as so-called exports say, are the Broncos. Yes, the Broncos with Cortland Sutton, Sutton and Garrett Bowles and Vaughn Miller, Ed Bradley and Chubb, of course, um, Alexander Johnson, CB, Bryce Callahan, and safety Justin Simmons. They're all about the defense. Now, Broncos, defense looks really good. Um, they did play the Vikings. I watched that game. The defense is on fire. They got a good defense, trust me. But their offense is the same. Their offense hasn't changed. Um, trust me, the offense, Vic Fangio is a great defensive mind. But <laughs> let me tell you, they are still looking for the guy. Uh, they got Teddy Bridgewater and what's this other kid over there? Uh, their quarterback, Drew Locke. Um, who threw some nice balls, didn't get much pressure, of course. But I still think we've got it way over the hose. We can beat the hose, I think, for sure. There's no doubt. It's going to be a tough game, like all these divisional games. But I think our squad is so much more improved. And our offensive line is going to surprise these fools. I'm going to tell you, we're going to have our hands full. But I think number two, Broncos at number two, is definitely... Number two, if you know what I mean. That's number two. Let's go to number three. The chargeless, noteless, <laughs> boltless Chargers. The Chargers, yes, they got a new stadium. Not theirs. Really, it's the Ram Stadium. They're just, you know, you know, subletters. <laughs> you know, and their team um, is really good. Justin Herbert's a good quarterback, man. He's a great quarterback getting better. Akeelan Allen, of course. Corey Lindsley. Um, they got Joey Bosa, of course. They got a good defense and a good offense. Pretty good offense. And they're saying that their talent is far superior to Las Vegas. And I have to disagree because, again, they're shortchanging our team from last season. You know, they're looking at the players we got last year. They're, they're, they're stacking up our last year's defense and offense just like it is going to be the same this year. But they're giving everybody else a break. Oh, the Chargers are going to be way improved. The Broncos are going to be way improved. The Chiefs will be way improved. But the Raiders, no, no. It's simply an overall lack of talent, which makes me want to throw up in my mouth. That hurts this Raiders team. I think that is horse crap of the hugest pile. Now, I'm a, I'm a realist. You guys know I don't play. I call it like I see it. And I see this. I see the Raiders as number two. And all these other teams are going to fall to the wayside by the time the 17th game goes rolling. We might even be number one. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I've got great faith in this team this year. Yes, we're going to go through our bumps and our bruises, but I do not expect us to fade in the last part of the season again. The reason I say that is conditioning. Let me tell you, man, these guys get up at the crack 
and I mean the butt crack of dawn, to practice because Vegas is hot as shit. It's hot. It's 107 there at 930. I mean, they got to get up, get early, get in there, get their practice done and get back into the facility for the rehab, the tubs and all that before it gets to be 115. This leads me to believe it will make a huge difference in our fitness. The Raiders have no choice but to be super fit this year. They are playing in an oven. They are practicing in an oven. And trust me, when it comes down to game time, they are going to be ready to play anywhere, anytime, against anybody for 60 minutes. This is what I see in this team as well. So this AFC West horse crap about how the Raiders will be the fourth in the division, I'd love to go face-to-face with the clowns and the turkeys that make this prediction. Levi Damien, which used to be a kind of a Raider guy, I used to go to all the, the games. I know I had a, I had a pass there, a um, media pass. Well, I remember Levi. Levi Damien has lost his edge. He's lost his edge to be, well, I guess a Raider fan. I know he has to be a media guru and give everyone equal. He doesn't want to be wrong, in other words. If he's wrong, then, oh my gosh, then he was wrong. Listen, man, be right. You're going to be right if you count on the Raiders. I count on the Raiders this year because they look really good. They look really crisp. And they didn't look confused. And that's the first game of the season. We'll see what happens in this next game. We'll talk about that next. But that is all I have to say about that. Saturday, 821 at 7 p.m. at SoFi Stadium. The Las Vegas Raiders play the L.A. Rams at their house in the heat, in the smog, whatever it may be. The Raiders are ready for this game. Now, I think the Rams probably have one of the best defenses, and we'll see how their offense goes. We'll see how our, our teams line up. They're going to have some special training, I guess, and work a little bit off-scene. They're not going to just go down there and play the game. I think the Raiders are going to do some scrimmages down there with them aside from this. But this will be a great test for our defense and certainly our offense. I don't know who's going to play quarterback. I would hope that we see Mariota. We might not for many reasons. We might not see Mariota. They might say he's still hurt with a leg. They might be trying to trade him as we speak. He wants a chance to be number one quarterback. I think we should keep him right where he is, honestly. Derek Carr, if he gets hurt, I mean, Peterman did a great job, but boy, I'd feel a lot better with Mariota stepping in than Peterman. Not to say Peterman doesn't deserve respect after this last game he does, but I just think Mariota gives us the best best chance if something happens to Carr. So we'll see who plays quarterback. 
we know who's going to be playing the rest of the game. Anybody who wants a job. Uh, it'll be a great game to see how we progress. If we keep the same tempo. If we're just as crisp as we were the first time. Makes a big difference to me. Those are the things that matter. Timing, positioning, all that stuff in the preseason make a big difference. I know. It's just preseason. But it's a hugely important window for our team. I don't care about anybody else. Our team. Our young defense. Our young offense. We got a young team, folks. But they're talented. And they're being honed to a fine edge by a pretty damn good coaching staff. Let me tell you, our secondary is special. It's going to be super special. Way better than we've seen in years. I have a prediction that our secondary is going to be scary. And uh, well, we'll just see how that works out in preseason week two against the Lambs. Check it out. All right, it's time for the Bone Line, where you guys give me what you think. You know, it's funny how we all think very much alike, but it's the differences that brings the knowledge to the Raider Nation. I love it. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the Bone Line. Throw your bones. Let's hear what you have to say about our team, our Las Vegas Raiders of 2021. What is up? All right. Who's the first caller of this show? Our first caller from Tustin, California. Raider C is in the house. What you got for us, my good Raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Raider C calling, Tustin, California. Um, actually driving on the I-5 South right now, heading to Tucson, Arizona. Coming, coming your way, Raider Malik. Uh, taking my daughter's car down there. She starts college next week. The University of Arizona Wildcats. Um, so anyway, man, I'm just giving you a call. Great show, man. It's wonderful listening to the, to the Raider Nation podcast on my drive down. Great way to spend the drive. Um, this is the throwback calls. I had to dial, man. I had to dial. 2008, Lane Kiffin, what? Who? Um, <laughs> crazy, man. It's been a bit of a voyage, been a, been a journey. But uh, looking forward to the season. Um, the one thing I wanted to say football-wise, you know, is offensive line. I thought your program last time was really good, talking about the O-line and, uh, you know, the defense that being the big question marks on the team. Um, and I know there's been a lot of concern about the offensive line in terms of them, you know, getting rid of the offensive line, basically, and bringing in younger players and, and the, the new line. But I think the thing we got to keep in mind is just Tom Cable, man, um, the hell of an offensive line coach. So why not bring in some young guys, develop them up, you know, do it right. Um, so hopefully we can do some homegrown talent here, you know, uh, coach them up, develop them, and, and keep them. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it ends well. You know, hopefully they don't uh, – abandoned ship halfway through. Hopefully they can keep Coach Cable on and uh, really develop some good talent in-house uh, rather than, you know, trying to acquire it elsewhere. All right, man. Love you guys. Love all the nation. Peace. First of all, brother, thank you for the call. Um, and, yeah, it was a nice throwback show. I love listening to the old bone lines. There's some classics, I'm going to tell you. 
I could sit here and laugh all day long. Great. The Raider Nation is just, it's full of life, bro. And you know, the O-line showed up in this preseason game, and so the defense. I think if you saw it, I'm sure you did. You should be pleased as well as I am about the direction. The cable guy is doing his thing, and I think that line looks so crisp. They look right on time. Their timing is excellent. I know they got some uh, battles ahead of them, but man, they look good right now, and this really counts. This is good time to see how we are, and uh, I'm excited to see what we got going on because so far, so good in my eyes, my good brother. Hey, thank you for the call, my man. And our next caller needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. It is the Prez. He's in the house. It's his 50th birthday. I said, damn. Happy birthday, brother. What you got for us? Good morning, Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the very growly of early morning prayers. Calling from the new Raider Nation chapter of Las Vegas. It is preseason game. It is also the day before my 50th birthday. So I'm here to celebrate my birthday. Nice, good gift. And all is well. I've been having a good time. My damn feet is killing me, you know. If you get older, it's not made for walking on those uncomfortable shoes. But anyway, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the rookies got. Um, a lot of folks don't realize that the team is mostly brand new. I want to say 85%. And um, it's going to take a little bit. But um, the rookies are our future. To see who we got in the draft and, you know, see who stands out. It's going to be tough to make the cuts and all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I'm stoked, as they shall say. And um, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, I think we'll progress. And uh, even if uh, my starter's not playing, that's still good. I still want to see um, who has potential to come on in and make some waves and stuff like that and do what we got to do. As far as uh, the podcast, um, I wasn't even sure he was going to do another one. So when I saw the podcast, I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's back doing it. Because I had thought about it, sending a message, but I was like, well, I want to see. And uh, I like that segment that you said about uh, showing class at the games and stuff like that. I like to reiterate on that also, too. Raider Nation, we're in a brand new era now. This isn't the 70s and 80s and 90s anymore. Come on, man. Knock this shit out. Grow up. Mature up. We got a brand new stadium, and don't act a fool because if you think those prices are high or not, they'll fix it where you really won't be able to afford because got those big bucks now. They're being courteous. They're trying to throw something for you so you can come and support because I'm pretty sure they feel some type of way because a lot of fans can't pay the money. But when you have F-ups and knuckleheads and stuff acting unruly and stuff like that, that's usually going to mess it up for those who can't, and they'll jack it up, and they'll smoke you out. Business 101. Make it for the people who got the money and the ones who don't. They got nowhere else to go but stay home or elsewhere. Anyway, that's my little tidbit on that part right there. Let's get this together, Raider Nation. Let's have a good one. Lots of football. Football is here. This is the prayers signing out. I'm all positive and I'm all smiles. I turn 50. Later. First of all, congratulations for making it there to the Starship because it's expensive. And I know you put down some big money 
to see our team in preseason. Um, listen, man, I'm sure you were overjoyed with the results, as I was. And, uh, and then, you know, also, the stadium is amazing, as you do know. And the sound is going to be out crazy. We're going to really be able to affect those third downs. I'm here to tell you. Uh, so the Raider Nation got to get up in there. And if you're going to sell a seat, sell it to another Raider fan. Because we don't want somebody else in there yelling for somebody else. You know, because that's some bullshit. And as far as the clowns and the drunks in the Raider Nation, I talked about it in my last show. Listen, man. It's a new era. You're right. They're kids. You got to have my kids. I didn't have drunks and like that. This one, this Hall of Fame thing was really got up under my skin. A lot of disrespect. I don't know where these fans came from. They certainly didn't sit around me where I was going to the games. But uh, thank you for mentioning that because I think it's important for us to show the class of the Raider Nation, which is the Raider Nation. We got the best fans in the world. And I agree with you on that. Thank you for the call, brother. Always. Well, you'll never guess who the next caller is. It's after the game, Prez. After the game, happy birthday, 50th to the Prez. He's going to tell you what happened in the stadium, which is pretty interesting. What's going on there, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the happy birthday prayers. 50 years old in Vegas. We got a good win. I saw some feisty young recruits. It looks pretty promising for the team. I like what I see. I like the drive. I like the spark. I like the energy. Um, these young men are trying to make this cut. And John Gruden, dare I say, is going to have a hard time trying to figure who stays and who goes. I wouldn't want to have that job for nothing. The crowd was electric. It was nice, beautiful. It was uh, something to see for a preseason game. However, I do have to say this, unfortunately, very quickly, and try not to be a rain on a parade. This fighting shit, man, it's got to stop. We're in a brand new place and brand new area, and we talked about this. Greg, Greg talked about it, and I chimed in on it, and and I know I'm, I'm just a voice, but man, you guys are making it that much harder to get into these games. Whining and crying about the price. Well, there it is. Again, I say that's what they do. They just make it more expensive so the cool butts and the knuckleheads won't be able to afford to get it and you'll be watching at a bar and then you're the bar's problem. And I can't say that I blame them. I sat there and watched two scuffles uh, with the Seahawks, with the Seahawks fan and the Raiders and stuff like that. Very unnecessary for a preseason game. Very unnecessary. But moving on, I like what I see, as I said. Um, let's see what happens next week. We play the Rams. Thank you for the podcast, and thank you, guys, for having some football on TV. I enjoyed myself last night, and I'm going to enjoy myself before I leave out. This is the happy birthday, pithy prayers, saying farewell. I'm happy you saw what I saw. The team looks good. It's going to be hard to cut some people, like you said. And, you know, there's a couple scuffles in the stadium. There's always something going on. There's always something going on in Oakland, of course. But uh, you don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I'll tell you what. Most fights I see are because of a, a woman getting her feelings hurt. But, uh, yeah, you know, the Seahawks fans can get a little out of control, too. If you've been up there, they got a big mouth up there, too. I'm not justifying nothing. Man, take that shit outside. 
Kids don't need to see it. And if their kids in there, I wouldn't want my kids to see it. That'd be fighting shit for me, for sure. So uh, nice dropping that line. Thank you for going and telling everybody what it was like. Epic Stadium. I know. I've been there. And our next caller is my good brother from the Midwest. It's Nebraska Raider in the house. Hey, man. Long time. What is up, my good brother? Raider Nation. Raider Greg. Raider Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in after uh, I yeah, took a hiatus. Um, but uh, it's good to be back on the bone line, man. Um, need to get these bone line callers calling in just just like you said on the previous podcast, Greg. I appreciate you and Randy putting those out. And um man, man, that that was you know, even though it was uh that, that game, even though it was, you know, basically backups and whatnot, um, that was that was a good solid win. And I think uh the uh new defense under Gus Bradley, I think he has more of a command on, on you know, on that end. And um, man, I'm, I'm just I'm pumped up for this uh, for this upcoming season. I know I'm, I got my tickets to uh, to uh, Kansas City. Wasn't able to afford those those uh, those expensive tickets in uh, Las Vegas, but one day that will happen, uh, God willing. And um, and also uh, coming up here on the, what the 27th, I got a. I got a buddy of mine. He's a Vikings fan, so uh, spent about eighty bucks on two tickets. So uh, we're gonna go down there. He, the funny thing is, he asked me if, are you gonna wear? Are you gonna? You know, are you, you know? Are you getting like wear, wear a jersey like a Raider jersey or something? It's like that is the stupidest question I have ever heard. Of course, I'm gonna represent. We're down in Kansas City. Of course. Sorry, I get a little. <laughs> emotional there, but um anywho, um uh no I, I think uh I think um no this this year's gonna be pretty good man. And uh I was glad to hear that uh, uh Greg you were able to check out Garth Brooks. That's my mom's favorite country singer of all time. I think he's coming to Omaha here shortly. I was thinking about or maybe in Lincoln or something like that, but uh, I was thinking about getting fixed that. We'll see. Anywho, um, any, it, it, it's been a while. I'll be calling on uh, and off throughout the season. But uh, uh, go Raiders, Raider Nation for life. God bless. Love you and your families. And um, yeah, man, I'm just rambling now. I'm taking the dog for a walk, so we're about to get home. So anyway, God bless. Go Raiders, man. First, thank you for the call, brother. And yeah, it is a stark reality when you look at the ticket prices at the new Las Vegas Stadium. It's amazing. You're in nosebleed. You're paying 600 bucks a seat. Uh, I'm not going to pay that. I'll wait for a little while till uh, things get settled down, and then we'll see what happens then. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to the new stadium. Matter of fact, I go, I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't know if it's going to be Dallas or or who who knows where. But we'll we'll take a game away from Las Vegas just to see our team. But the Scrubs didn't play, man. We had second string. We had first our own line played almost a whole quarter. Um, the young prospects on our secondary played the whole game. I mean, we got a lot of good players. They they're playing. It's not like they're the Scrubs because we don't have too many Scrubs. It's going to be a tough, 
tough cut down. I mean, um, 85 is not a cut down. 85 is a, a pimple on the butt of an elephant. You don't even know it's there. So, yeah, when we get down to the 53, then you're going to see some serious talent leave the building because we got a good team. We can see it's a good team. And I'm telling you, the crispness and the timing and the movement was amazing. And if you didn't see it, look at it again. I appreciate the call, man. I know you're going to represent in KC. And who the hell would not wear your Raiders shit to a game? Man, I don't know who's afraid. I've never been afraid anywhere I've ever gone, any stadium I've ever been in. Man, I represent. I know the Raider fan represents wherever they go. I'm here to tell you. It's the truth. I don't know what your friend was smoking, but he needs to share that with you uh, for sure. And, uh, well, it's good listening to you, brother. Call back again. You're going to have a lot to talk about this season, brother. Well, this seems to be a show of twofers. So here's Nebraska Raider with another call. Now, I like this call because, well, you'll see why. Thanks for calling back and saying what you said. Ready, Greg, ready, Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in one more time. I forgot to, I forgot to say um, there was a podcast uh, earlier, I think it was last season or during the offseason, but you, uh, Ready Greg talked about uh, this Eddie Pascal. And, man, that dude is a punk A, you know whatever. And he, he, you know, it, it, it's just, uh, <clears throat> I mean, he does, upon further review, there's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. And some of them are good. Locked on Raiders, man. You know, it, uh, your boy Q, he puts on stuff, you know, every, every, uh, every day. And, um, you know, there's a couple of other ones that are pretty good out there. But, as we all know, there's only one true Raider Nation podcast. And it's the longest-running podcast of any sports in any league in any world. And that's this one, man. So I just want to go ahead and uh, agree with you that uh, Eddie Pascal is a punk-ass motherfucker. I'm just going to say And, uh... <laughs> And uh, but there, there are some other good ones out there, and um, so anyway, just wanted to. Uh, I, I forgot to say that in my last uh, last little uh, rant. But anywho, God bless you guys, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Absolutely. Now I got nothing personal against Eddie Pascal, but he just seems to be like a ten-year-old doing a show. Um, and it's his voice. I don't know what it is, but he's certainly a homer. He takes no chances. And, you know, it's a typical homer podcast. I mean, JT the Brick should be doing those shows, not this clown. But, hey, man, there's a lot of great podcasts on the Raiders, way more than when I first started, 10,000 times more. There's some really good ones out there. I encourage all fans to get a perspective from all ways. And uh, trust me, I am not the only game. I'm the oldest game, but not the only game. I appreciate the props, my good brother. Thank you so much for calling. Calling back again, my friend. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast, the longest running podcast professional sports podcast ever. 
You can mark that down. You could take it to the bank because it's the real deal, Lucille. You guys be good. It's coming up, man. The season has started. We got the lambs coming up. Going to be a good season. As far as I can see, man, it's looking good for the Raiders. I am Raider Craig, and I am out. <laughs>